This is Polykill, where two men, outnumbered by their games and at war with time, undertake the quest of defeating their lengthy backlogs. Please adjust your seat and prepare your ears for the banter of your hosts, Jake and Travis. Once again, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Polykill Podcast. As always, we're your hosts. I'm Travis, and sitting across from the baritone wonder, Jake. Hello, Jake. Hello, Trev. How's it going? Good. If you're new to the show, this is the podcast where we talk about beating video games, collecting video games, you know, buying them, selling them, you know, the whole the whole shtick about video games and uh, impressions, fun little things that we do, play stupid games. It's a good fun. So, welcome to the show. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. This is our three-year anniversary of doing this It's thing. pretty crazy. So it's been working out for us. Yeah, it has. Yeah. We've got a loyal following of uh, 12 people. 12? <laughs> and I think we just picked up a 13th. Holy shit. Yeah. That's Lucky amazing. number 13 just joined on. I like that. I like that a great deal. Yeah, so three years of uh, of doing the show, so we'll, we'll harken back on that a little bit later, and we got a fun show ahead. A little bit yeah, of participation yeah. from the listeners, so let's get into it. Recent pickups and on the radar... So for me, I picked up a couple games. A couple games. One was uh, via you, via f- our friend Frankie. Right. It was on episode uh, 70 a while back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we got uh, a couple games from him, and I happened to be the proud recipient of Shantai <laughs> Half Genie Hero. Yeah, and that was the ultimate edition, like ultimate day edition. one launch edition. So it's like in an oversized box with a bunch of extra goodies, so it's pretty cool. It is really cool. It'll look weird on the shelf with yeah. all the other Switch games because it's uh, an abnormal size, right? which always pickles my goat, but right. <laughs> I do appreciate a good collector's edition. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Also, I grabbed Dead Smells. You should have. Uh, Dead Smells. Yeah, Dead Smells. Yeah. Yeah. And I played it for a hair, you know, got a yeah. little into it, and uh, I I like it a lot. I mean, everything that everybody said about it is right. I mean, it's it's a rogue like that is lovable. Yeah, it's a. I, I think I saw. I think they may even self described it as a, um, um, roguevania. Okay, I think yeah, is I the term. See that. That's a good. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way. To that's do a good it, way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, the black cartridge edition of the NES port i guess of holy diver that's crazy this was originally a famicom game yeah you showed me that you showed me the link to that and i was like holy crap i gave no thought about getting it i was watching uh metal jesus Uh and uh, he did a video with uh, his cohort reggie if you're familiar with youtube metal jesus rocks all that right and uh they were doing some pickups and one of the things that metal jesus had picked up and which is kind of up his alley Mm -hmm. is uh the holy diver box set collection and okay. it's like 60 bucks, and you get all kinds of cool stuff, and you get the cart and little collector's edition things. Every yeah, day. yeah. And uh, I didn't even think twice. I immediately just went. He, they flashed the website that he got it from up on the <laughs> screen. Like, click, 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 yeah, click. And just went and picked it up right then and there. Because nice. I was like, that's, that's cool. Yeah. So I did pick that up. And um, Has it arrived yet? It's not arrived yet, but okay. I might do some kind of unboxing. You should uh, have, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you should, not should yeah. have, because it hasn't happened yet. Right, right, you, yeah. You should do that, yeah. I mean, it's always, that's kind of like, that's, that's kind of a weird, that's like not a YouTube thing I like doing. But people like to see People it. love that. Yeah, and I could it's maybe try to make it fun. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, that's an idea. So, Holy Diver on the NES. Yeah, that's Excited awesome. Excited to see that coming. I haven't gotten it yet, but wanted to bring it up. Very cool. Uh, so, pickups for me. Jesus! Yeah, I got a lot of pick. Well, this is, this is, this is, 
this is the highlights. Uh, so I'll, I'll run through the the first two pretty quick because I think most people already know. I did get Spider-Man, uh, the PS4 uh, game from Insomniac. Um, talk about that more later. I got uh, Yakuza, Yakuza Kiwami 2, the uh, Steelbook Edition, which I don't even know if there's a non-Steelbook Edition. I don't know. But anyway, picked that up. Got both of those in, you know, since the last episode. And then, as everyone knows by now, I am collecting... Uh, for Switch. So I picked up a lot of Switch games. I'll hit the highlights uh, and probably do a full-on pickup video at some point in the near future uh, because they're kind of just rolling in in waves and I don't know when to like do the cutoff to say this is the pickup video because they just kind of keep coming in because I'm a piece of shit who keeps buying video games. Hey, join the club. I did. How bad do you feel about the money you're spending right now? I, I felt pretty bad. Yeah, like it feels I, good though. It still. feels great, yeah. but it also feels really bad. Yeah. So I'm going to slow down for a bit. When your wife finds uh, out. Oh, she's not going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She might. Um, anyway, so I got a couple of really cool ones. I'll start uh, kind of dovetailing onto your pickup, which is our buddy Frankie, uh, uh, who is uh, Viper Strike. We uh, kind of came to a little deal agreement. He had some doubles of some uh, limited run stuff. So we're in the process of running through um, some of his doubles. Uh, so far, uh, we have uh, traded for uh, Ocean Horn, which is a limited run. Um, normally, obviously, a digital only, but cool sealed physical Ocean Horn. And also a cool sealed Thimbleweed Park. Mm. Uh, so I picked up both of those, which is really cool. Also, on my own, I picked up the Shining Resonance Refrain Draconic Launch Edition Jesus, Steelbook. what the hell? Uh, so Shining Resonance Refrain, you're familiar with I'm that game. With Shining, yeah. The Shining I don't series. know if it's, honestly, I haven't even even looked into this game to see if it's part of like the Shining Force lineage. I kind of assume it is, but I don't know. I would think so. I would think so. Um, but yeah, I haven't even looked into that to, to verify. Shining Resonance Refrain Draconic Launch Edition Steelbook. Right. That's for so much. That's yeah. so many words. I was at uh, I was at Best Buy, saw it for fifty bucks, and I was like, yeah, I don't really want to spend fifty bucks on it. And then I found it on eBay for thirty, so I was like. That's more reasonable. What's the craze with the steel book? Why do we like that? I don't know. Why do we like a good hard book? I don't know. Why not a plum bum book? To be fair, this isn't really a book. It's more of a sleeve. So mm. it's like there's a steel sleeve, and then the switch, the normal switch steel case slides sleeve. inside of it. it. Was the name of yeah? It was the name of a band? It should be steel sure. sleeve. Yeah, steel sleeve. Uh, I also got Sonic Mania Plus. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good one. Uh, so I did get that one. So yeah, you've um, not played a lot of Sonic in your day. No, I played is... I played Sonic on Game Gear, and I've dabbled in various Sonic games. This is kind but of the all, the, all the two D ones. I've never dabbled in a in a three D one uh, yeah. at all. A lot of those aren't worth it. Yeah, a couple, but I not played many. Sonic CD back in the day for a minute at a mm-hmm. friend's house. But yeah, very. Uh, yeah. Low bar of entry for me. It's it's sort of an ultimate, sort of definitive. Like yeah, it's it's come to terms with itself on Sonic Mania Plus. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. I'm, I'm sure I will. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, I picked up the Count Lucanor Signature Edition from Signature uh, Edition uh, Games, who also is kind of like a limited run style company who does physical editions of, of cool games. They did the Dead Cells physical edition and things like that. But the Count Lucanor, I have no idea about this game. As far as I know, it's not even on the eShop. I've looked. I don't. I don't think wow. it's on there. Uh, but I saw it on the uh, Signature Edition website, and it was sold out. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. So I looked on eBay, and they were going for like, you know, 150 120 bucks. I was like, ah, shit, I'll never get that. And I kept scrolling, and I found a Buy It Now for 60 And I was like, it'll never be cheaper than this. So nice. I'm going to go in. So, so it's still sealed. It's signed by the developers and everything. Oh, it's signed too? Yeah, that's what the signature dish. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, the what is, count, what is the game? It is a, I would say it's sort of a... Uh, 
2D, like, Zelda-style horror adventure game. I like that. Yeah, it looks really cool. It kind of reminds me of, like, um, you remember Home Horror? Did you ever play that, Home? I played Gone Home. Nah, this is just called Home. Mm. Um, did you ever play, what was that? Oh, man, Jasper Byrne made it. I can't remember the name of the game. Fuck. No. Jasper Byrne. Just look it up. Jasper Byrne game. Okay. And Black you'll Hills, feel fine. No. Fire, Jasper Fire? Thir- no. What? Jasper. Wyoming think, woman accused of starting a fire? Boy, this is this Google is didn't help us at all. Ja- I think it's Jasper Byrne. B-Y-R. Oh, B-Y-R. N-E. That helps. Hold on. Hold on. Burn. Jasper Byrne. I'm going to look this up live Lone because Survivor. I care. Lone Survivor. Do you, have you ever played that? Nope. Okay. It looks <laughs> something like that, but, but in a more free-roaming sense. Anyway, I have no idea what this game's going to be, but I'm pretty excited to get what it. What game are we even talking about? The Count Lucano. All right. Yeah. That's cool. I anyway, thought you had listed seventy three games here, but it just so happens that all of your games have nine words in the title. They do. They, uh, those those are the those are the big ones that I picked up. I picked up a lot more that were just shitty. So you think a lot of these this. these are ones that will be rare someday? These are the ones that yeah that I bought with the intention of minus, um, minus Sonic Mania Plus, of course. Yeah, exactly. That one's going to be around, but like the rest of these are, um, I guess what I would say. I should buy them now versus waiting. Yeah, yeah, so. they're definitely going to collect for sure. Yeah, well, that's really cool. Um, are these ones that like Count Lacan or like you get these signature editions? Are you going to keep those in the shrink wrap? Or are you you looking to play these? You know, I'm not entirely sure yet. I think I'll probably open them. Yeah, it's better to get that out of the way because the longer you hold on to it, the less you're going to want to open it. Exactly. And then and then at some point, it's like, what's the point of owning something you're not going to play? Right. Yeah. And I, I don't plan on like flipping any of these. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. I mean, it could happen. Right. It could happen if I ended up with a double and a trade or, or if a your wife finds out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, she knows. <laughs> but, like, seriously, like, the longer they stay in the shrink wrap, yeah. and then the more, like, taboo it becomes to open it. Right. And so, right. I have a couple games that are still in the shrink wrap, mm-hmm. but they're, like, they were, like, Fire Cell Super Nintendo sports games, but I still can't come to terms with opening it. That's funny. Because it's, like, they've been there for 25 right. years. Why bother now? Yeah. yeah. And, and they're not great games. I don't yeah. really want to play them. But it's that whole thing, like, don't want to mess that up. Don't want yeah. to break that seal. Like, the Thimbleweed Park, I probably won't open because I actually bought that digitally, like, as soon as I got my Switch. So, I'll probably just leave that in the plastic. And that's that's one I think you... you did you want... You, have you yeah. played that? You I played, played it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to play it, so... Okay. All right, well, uh, that pretty much wraps up pickups. A little longer us- than we usually yeah, go there on yeah. pickups. But what's on our radar what's here? On the radar? Next two weeks, September 10th through the 23rd of... It's identical September. for both of us. It yeah. is. Same old game. Not many games coming out no. in the next two weeks. Uh, but it is hitting that time of year where we're getting those big drops. It's starting to roll in. We got Spider-Man last week, and the yeah. one for this uh, this two weeks will be Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yeah. And really excited about this game. I'm excited about it, but it's 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 slipping down just because of the other games coming out. Like I'm a little more excited about Spider Man, obviously Red Dead. I'm excited about. Yeah. So this one's maybe third or fourth even. Gotcha. See, this is this is like the next big game for me. Yeah. Uh, because I really don't care about Red Dead. I'm probably definitely in the minority about that. I'll probably get Red Dead at some point, but it's not oh, a priority for me at all. Man, that's I'd so much rather play Shadow of the Tomb Raider than Red Dead. Really? Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. that's, I mean, it's fair. I mean, I, it's I, just those open worlds, man. They just terrify me, and they, they just, on top of everything else, they're just such a time suck. It's like, well, I'm in the Old West. What should I do? Should I go lasso a coyote? Should I go gamble? Should I go bang a whore? It's like, <laughs> good God, I have too much to do. What I like about the Tomb Raider games is like it's, just go do this thing. Well, once you start it, you won't, you'll finish it, is the thing about the Tomb Raider games. Absolutely. And then the absolutely. Red Dead, you know, maybe not. Yeah. But that's, I mean, I just, uh, you know, Red Dead, I, I'm just, I'm drawn to that world. I want to be... 
I want to be in the West. Sure. Why, why aren't there more Western games? I bring this up all the time. I don't like know. it's an easy excuse to shoot yeah. people. Right. We don't. You know, it's fun. And it, it, you can lock it down historically. Yes. To to an, you know to a point where it's like. There's enough information there. You're going to be accurate. Yeah. You know? There's so, enough Bonanza and Gunsmoke episodes yeah. to come up with enough side quests to fill any game. Right. You know? Totally. Just do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm excited for it. So that's yeah, uh, that's September 14th yeah. on all the big ones except for Switch, obviously. So you got the PS4, Xbox One, and PC all coming out the same day, not staggered a year. Like that's that pretty cool. Time. That's pretty cool, yeah. <laughs> I'll be getting this on Xbox because it'll have the 1X enhancements, and I'm pretty jazzed about that. Yeah, this game, I mean... Uh, it's going to be pretty. The, the Crystal Dynamics folks, they know how to do... They're getting yeah. better at hair. So much better at hair. Boy, hair like looks Tress good. Mm. Woo. Baby. Hot dog. Baby, baby. What happened, what happened last time? Let's check it out. Previously on Polykill, Trav picks up Breath of the Wild and begins his never-ending journey through the gloriously open land of Hyrule, while Jake goes hard as a mother on the Switch by trying to collect them all. Trav finally gets through Double Dragon 2 in Streets of Rage with a little help and puts a bow on Mario Rabbit's kingdom battle. Jake goes cruising on the N64 and finishes the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. The episode wraps up with a strong appreciation for the Nintendo Switch as the hosts discuss games they love and games they want next for the topic of discourse. And we're back. Mm. All right. Well, last episode was a lot of fun. It I was. enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. I liked it a lot. It was yeah, a lot it was a lot of fun. Uh, you you beat some cruising games I there. I did. I beat, I beat you know, four games. That was pretty cool. That's true. Uh, me and our friend Mickey uh, mm. bro-opped a couple classics. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Double Dragon in there. That was a big one. That's a, that's a massive that one. That was fun. Yeah. Glad you were there for that, to see that go down. And then, yeah. of course, Streets of Rage. That was a fun time. No doubt. So, yeah. Yeah, that was a, it was a really good episode, talking about the Switch. And uh, clearly, you're still high on the Switch. You're still, still high on it. Still hoarding those bad boys. Hoarding them. I haven't really touched my Switch much in the last two weeks. That's tragic. We'll get into this a little bit. Let's just go ahead and segue into complete games. Let's do it. Been a little busy at work. Yeah. And when I'm busy at work, I get stressed. And when I get stressed, I get kind of down on myself. And when I get down on myself, all I want to do is watch football and masturbate. Sure. And uh, <laughs> so I didn't get to play a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. But it's uh, tragic. Yeah. So here on the NES, I beat uh, maybe one of the worst sabotages I've seen in a long time. <laughs> it's really bad. Just. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is which, which adds up with your other activities. Yes, it's true. It does, and it's not even obviously joust, but it is joust. It is joust. Yeah, you uh, knew it. Yeah. Joust or gist, <laughs> whatever. You get the gist. I get the gist. Uh, do you, are you familiar with joust, there, Jake? I I know very little about it. I know it's like one of the older NES games, sure. right? Was yeah. it was it one of the black box ones? It wasn't a black box okay. game, but it is an arcade port. You okay, know. so it's uh, you're riding uh, maybe an ostrich Pegasus. Okay, I don't know, but you have a lance. You have a lance. That's all. That's all you need for a joust game. Yes, to my knowledge, it's just a big old like phallic lance. Big old phallic to lance. poke with to poke another man with. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> the the premises of the game is you 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 kind of tap A and float around on your Pegasus uh, ostrich bird. Okay, and you want to get higher than other Pegasus ostrich birds and and touch them. <laughs> oh, and if you're higher than they are, okay, they die, and then they drop an egg. And you have to go get the egg because if you wait too long, another one will come by and turn into another Pegasus. Oh, this is this is not anything at all like Joust used to be. No, it used to be more about horses. This is about horses and uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, mud, a lot of mud. Yeah, and occasionally uh, the the dude that died, what's his name? 
Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Uh, I think I know you're William, thinking Heath Ledger. William Hefner. Heath Ledger. Yeah. 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 He, uh, you know, the Knight's Tale. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. that's my jail callback movie. Right. That's sure. what I think about. Sure. But no, this is uh, this is not that. This is more like, you know, ostrich bird Pegasus joust. That's a weird one, man. You know, uh, real old time. How long did it take you to beat this one? Oh, it's maybe an hour. See, I use the uh, the Nintendo Age beat rule, so if you're not familiar with the way I roll, maybe yeah. a lot of people don't know. I don't even know if you know. I, I but, know a little bit. But uh, Nintendo Age does a thing. That's a website, NintendoAge.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, very Nintendo-oriented. And sure. they do uh, these campaigns yearly where it's, can Nintendo Age beat this entire gaming library over the course of a year? Okay. And they do it for all the big Nintendo consoles. Okay. And uh, they have a list of rules, and mm. so there are some games, especially in the NES era, that are just high score games. Okay, but right. they maybe the stages repeat after a while, so they'll give you like if you get to this level, we're considering it a win. Okay, and so theirs was uh, I think fourteen or six, maybe sixteen. I can't mm. remember. Um, but anyway, I, I just made sure I got to that level, which is not easy to do. I'd actually tried to do this a couple years back and didn't come close. Oh shit! But I had a good run and I, I made it to like level twenty-two or something like that, which was which is pretty crazy. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. But once you get the groove, it's kind of, it's really kind of addictive. That's fun. To be quite honest with you. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I've Very actually cool. talked more about Joust than it deserves already. But it, it <laughs> was enough. a good time. And then the other game that I beat mm. uh, was once again with our um, sponsor, yeah, Mickey. Uh, we. Had completed Streets of Rage and moved on to Streets of Rage Two. Yeah, and originally we had always heard that Streets of Rage One, Streets of Rage One, was a little more difficult than right. Two. But I we, had heard that as well. We found Two to be a little more difficult. We've Ooh. beaten. We we played one, you know, a few times since, and have, you know, hundred percent. Every time we play it, we finish it. Streets of Rage Two took us several tries. It's a very yeah. long game. Okay, for a beat 'em up. I want to say very long, but it's longer. Mm-hmm. And. uh Toward the end, you just get surrounded by goons, Damn. and it becomes just a battle of attrition. Boy. And then at the end, of course, as a lot of these beat-em-ups go, it's just how many continues did you get there with, because you're going to be burning through them fast at the end. Right. Is there a boss rush? There is a slight boss rush, mm. and the final boss is just jumping around the room shooting guns, and you got to kind of dodge him. Boy, I hate that. Um, but here's kind of the funny thing. What's There's always the got to be kind of a funny thing when you're playing with Mick. Sure. When we played through Streets of Rage 1, huh. when we got to the final boss, yeah. I... Dealt the final death blow Boom. a second after Mickey had died. Oh no! So on the final screen, he has game over. Oh! And I, but I was like, you sacrificed yourself there. I'm right. like, you, you definitely you threw yourself on a grenade. We won this, and he was like, nah, I don't feel great about it. Ooh. I was like, whatever. Let's just move on and play All the right, second. Q dog. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was right. <laughs> a little too anal about yeah. it. And I was like, you got it. You were with me the whole. Th- you were a second away. Yeah. Lo and behold, the Streets of Rage two, the exact same thing happens. Uh. One second. Before I like jump across the screen and hit that final hit, and he had been given hits too. It wasn't like he was just standing over there with his thumb in his ass, right? Right. You know, but he he sacrificed himself to, to win the game, Ugh. and he's like, again, I don't feel great about it. So he wants to replay this one again at some point. But we did go back through one. I let him get all the power ups and stuff so we could push him through. Gotcha. And uh, I ended up sorry, I ended up dying, huh. and and he won. But I didn't give a shit because I'd already sure yeah you already been there yeah yeah. But yeah, so uh, we might be playing through that again just so he could get that one wow. extra second of being alive at the end. Like wow, it matters. You yeah. Know? But uh, yeah, Streets of Rage two. I like it a lot. I mean, I, cool. I really think I like the first one better. Is just the I don't know something about it's a little more nostalgic for me. I even sure. like the music a little bit better. Okay, and I think it's a funner game. Really, I mean the you know there's more characters in the second one. It's more polished. It's bigger. But that the, something so there's some charm about that first mm. one. You call that. in the police. Right. Ah. Even on the boat. We just got on the boat. Yeah. Like what the hell? Crazy. Yeah. Well, those All are right. the two games I beat though. Just <laughs> and. St- 
in Streets of Rage 2. There you go. Yep. Very what nice. did you beat, Jake? I didn't beat anything. What? Yeah. I, ha- I had another one of those uh, spells where I, I sort of just, I didn't, you know, focus down on anything in particular because I, I uh, yeah, I'll get to that in a little bit, but like I played a lot of Dead Cells, I played a lot of Octopath, and then like I got the Yakuza uh, Kawami 2 steelbook and that made me want to play Yakuza Kawami mm. so I could finish that so I could play the new one I just got and then Spider-Man just came out so like I, I was a little more um, you know erratic in the choices of games it wasn't was for lack of playing right we'll now, say I played that. a lot of video games in the last two weeks I just I just didn't uh, beat anything to completion sometimes when you come away with nothing it's because you didn't get time to play anything it's true but here we're, we're seeing you sticking your you know you're sticking your uh, hands in a lot of Pies, pies. I was gonna say patties, and yeah. that's not. That's not. You don't want to ever stick your hand in a patty of anything. Well, a, a rice patty, maybe. It's just gonna get wet. Yeah, that's true. No disease. It's not that gross. No, right. Um, thinking about you not beating games, yeah. and, and you have in your hand in a lot of different patties. Right. I'm concerned about one of your New Year's resolutions, okay. which was to beat one of those big RPGs. It is. It is one of my big, yeah, big ones. Are we getting closer? I mean, will it be Octopath? It. You know, I'm not going to count Octopath because that when I made the resolution, I had a very specific set of RPGs in mind. You're not even going to. I was going to let it go, but you're not I'm not going to do that now. I'm right. going to be somewhat strict on myself here. Um, I have a few games like I want to beat Spider-Man before anything else, mainly just because the web uh-huh, is going to be mm. awash with spoilers. Yeah, the and uncle people dies. talking about it. Heard about that. <laughs> Knew that going in. Okay. Um, so in, in general, I just want to make sure I I sort of get that out of the way and and, and still have fun with the game and obviously i'm not just gonna just beat it so i can go on the internet but just beat um, it yeah but anyway my, my point is that i definitely plan to focus down on that after these waves of games and which do you think you'll focus down I'm, on? I'm gonna just feel it out i'm gonna pop them in see what i'm feeling and roll with it okay yeah you, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking you're looking right at Witcher because you got. I'm definitely not looking at Witcher. You're not looking. at No, Witcher. I mean it's, it's on the list, but that's not where my brain went. Really, man, you got to yeah. knock that one out, baby. No, if it's not now, so then big. never. Without this resolution, you have, you'll have no impetus. You're going to move on to better games. I mean, you're never, probably never go back. Probably. All right, we'll see. Well, let's take it into the just beat it. Just the beat it. Poly killers. Just beat it. Um, there's two here. Yeah, we got two. We didn't get we didn't get anybody just go nuts on us. It's been a it's been a two weeks where everyone's done what I've done. Yeah, we had a few people moving around. We had a few yeah. people busy. I mean, you know, you didn't beat anything. Didn't it's just anything. been a dry time. For a little beats. bit, a little, little Back dry. to school for some people, maybe. Right. See, that's a know? big thing. And so we didn't get we didn't get any of those big old beaters come through. But right. we got a few people here. So I'll start. We'll go with uh, Musty Hobbit. Good to see him back on the beat train. Yeah. Finally finished Final Fantasy 3 or 6, whatever it is. He whatever beat that is. one. Detroit Become Human and DuckTales, a huh? game about a duck whose entire tender profile is a lie. Boy, that seems right. Telling him DuckTales. Telling him DuckTales. Yep. Mm-hmm. Entire tender profile. Woohoo. Woohoo. Yeah. Uh, all right. Our next is uh, Miles and Catherine at Flock of Nerds. They finished Flower, which is a lovely game. I don't know anything about it. It came out originally on the PS3 and made its way to PS4 very early in the PS4 life cycle. It's made by that game company who made Journey. Okay. Uh, but it's more of a like a, a very serene and somewhat zen experience where you play as a um, this entity thing that helps flowers grow and you just kind of go with the wind and you go from level to level helping flowers grow. It's very cool. Are you cool. pollen? You're not necessarily pollen. 
Okay. It's it's a little different than that, but there's there's no real like narrative. You kind of described what pollen does. It, it definitely, I think that's the impetus, but it doesn't look like pollen. You, what does pollen look like? It's usually yeller, <laughs> based on the fact that I have a dark green car. What does a pollen look like? A <laughs> single a, pollen? A single pollen. I don't know. I don't know. I know what they look like in, in groups. Yeah, okay. But Flower's really cool. You should play it at some point. If you're in the mood for just zoning out, it's very uh, serene. Sure. Uh, they also finished Curse Castilla? Uh, maybe Castilla? I would have went with Castilla. Castilla. X with an exclamation point. And King Oddball, which was coincidentally also the mascot of Catherine's High School. King Oddball. King Oddball. Good Lord. How about that? The old, uh, I don't know where Catherine's from, Lake Ontario. Yeah. North Lake Ontario Oddballs. Yeah. King Oddball. King Oddballs, yeah. All right. Well, good job, Flog. Good job, Musty. Hot beats there. I mean, they each beat three apiece, and we didn't. Even combined. We didn't. We didn't. So those are big beaters there. Yeah, we've had Find the rest of the beaters there on the hashtag Just Beat It video that will be coming out Ooh. at some point mm. in the next two weeks. All right. All right. Let's put games back on the log, Jacob. Back on the log, girl. We're stuck in the log. We're stuck in the log. Uh, I am adding the Cartridge Club Portable Game of the Month. Oh, are you? Yes, to my to my log. Okay. And I played it a little bit, so maybe I'll go in more detail about that in the next segment. I gotcha. But I think everyone should play this one. It is a lot of fun. It's a Capcom game on the Game Boy. It's not cheap in Game Boy terms. Okay. And it's maybe a game better play on something like a Super, Super game, Boy? game Boy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's because it's, uh, you need that, I think you need a little bit of graphical fidelity in general for the Game Boy. I mean, it didn't age well, right? So it the game didn't. Boy. It didn't. But, hey, you know, I'm excited to play that one. And also, Dragon Warrior 3 on the NES. I've started that. I don't even know why. I just needed a podcast game. Okay. And so, that Dragon was... Dragon War 3? Now, this is a recent pickup for you, right? Dragon War 3? Uh, it's not too recent. Maybe a year ago. Now, I did pick up four recently. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I got okay. four from Scott at VG Collectaholic there yeah, in yeah. Chicago at Chicartridge. Also picked up Gargoyle's Quest 2 from him on the NES. So, these are kind of loosely related to that. That's cool. But... You know, I I told you I'd started playing Dragon Warrior 2, and I had read up a little bit. I'd heard wind. You know how I do. I do. You hear uh, the wind. I put my ear to the ground and listen for the wind, and <laughs> I, I learned... That sounds like a Billy Joel song. Because <laughs> it doesn't Listen to the wind. <laughs> Wait a minute, that's Springsteen. <laughs> that was more Springsteen. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to the wind. That was even more Springsteen. <laughs> yeah. It's just, him, it's just him getting older. We <laughs> went for the whole career of Springsteen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I I learned that too. People say that's hard. You can get yeah. you can get into it and then get stuck. And you know I don't I will you if, will get stuck. I will do that. So yeah. I was like, let's You'll move on. Bind right up. And I feel like I you know this was one that I have complete in box and I spent a little bit on it. Yeah, so I feel like I need to play through sure. it. Sure, I'm liking it so far. I mean, Very it's, it's you know standard it's Dragon Warrior. Yeah, and it's it's a lot of fun. Cool. So I'll talk a little bit more about it maybe in the next segment. But those are the two for me that I'm restocking my log with cool. the cartridge club cartridge club portable game of the month Gargoyle quest and dragon warrior 3 and just so everyone knows the other cartridge club game of the month this month is doom 2016 doom. that that's so a good one everybody should play that if you have not always but always jake and i have one. already yeah you, you gotta play it mm-hmm. you gotta play it. it's so good mm-hmm. uh for my second log i just put superman <laughs> uh no spider-man i mean it was it was a, it was an attempt at a it's, sabotage, it's, right? it's okay okay it's okay it worked yeah, it worked. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I uh, I'll talk about it. I guess uh, probably more here than anywhere because I've spent the least amount of time with that than anything else that I've played. But it's great. You know, the hype is yeah. real. It's fantastic. So people were people were concerned. I don't know why on the internet. I don't know why they saw a screenshot. They saw the puddle thing. And puddle they gate. Said, I mean, I could see a difference in the two screenshots. Obviously, right. 
but does it matter? No, and there's no difference. I don't think it matters to me. No, it doesn't. It would it, never. There's matter so many factors. I would play that game on the Super Game Boy. They, they, sh- they shrunk the puddles. You know, that's all that happened. They made the puddles smaller, and the screenshots were at different times of day. That's literally all that happened. Okay, if you say so. That's it's fine. gorgeous. I, I believe it. That's gorgeous. I mean, the lighting effects in the city look good. Everything looked great. Day night cycle's nice. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Now, how's it getting around that city? It's big. Oh, so big, so big. Which is so not always big. a good thing. It's not, but I feel like the way they have uh, outlined the uh, objectives in the game is very manageable. Um, because there's little different, you know, things that you can do uh, that are like side questy, and then there are like a lot of things that you can just find. Like collectibles, right. like backpacks. I heard that was a thing. The backpack yeah. thing is really cool um, because what it does, it's like because when you're playing in this game, um, you're finding backpacks from high school, and there's like a lot of old Spider-Man memories in these backpacks. And it's just it. There's really nothing what to it. What do you it. mean by that? Like you'll find an, an old web shooter that you used to use. So it's just like a collectible. So in this game, are you you've been Spider-Man a while? I mean, do you want me to? I'm just to go. Yeah. You don't have to. I'm just by saying that yeah. it's like you finding you're finding right. your old. You're, you're not teenage Spider-Man. Okay. Well, that, no, that's all yeah. you need to say. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But the story is so far fantastic. I love the way they're doing the story. I'm not going to talk about any story points, but I I was uh, very very pleasantly surprised about the way the game began and the whole setup. That's so great. I'm, I'm really excited about how this is going. Now, do you have any indi- indication of how long this game takes? I think around Maybe. 22 hours for like a. You know, just a full playthrough. Full play, pull, I, I don't full know about a completionist run. Maybe with some extras on the side. Right. It's probably going to be bigger than that. Okay. And you're going to spend a lot of time just swinging around because it's so freaking fun. Yeah. What's the combat like? Uh, very Arkham. Yes. Very Arkham. Uh, but there's... You get finishing moves. Oh. Um, and they're always context sensitive. So, like... Depending on what the enemy has, like if they have a weapon, your finishing move is going to be a little different depending on where you are when you... Oh, like, context sensitive. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said contact sensitive. No, con- context. Okay, cool. Yeah. So well, there's, there's there's a lot of different finishers. Have you, and, do you think um, you've seen most of them or you're surprised every time? Uh, I think I've seen a lot of them, but at the same point, they're always cool to watch. That's awesome. Yeah, they, they slow down and give you new camera angles and yeah, lots of zoom and, and cool stuff. Nice. Very yeah, cool. Very cool. Now, is there any multiplayer component to this There's game at all? There's zero multiplayer component. They didn't even shoehorn anything they in They did there. not try that. Thank God. Yeah. It's all just slinging webs, mm. you know, getting the bad guys. Like, I will I will spoil one small thing. It's not a spoiler. You so just said it was. I did, I did. I realized I said spoil. But, like, as to be expected, there's little crimes that happen throughout the city. Yeah. And you can go fight those crimes at will. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they're just got little random events. Like, sometimes it's a burglary, sometimes it's a uh, drug deal or a carjacking or something like that. Well, the carjacking ones are really cool because, like, you can see, like, the police chasing the car down through the city. And you swing down there and then you land on top of the car. And these guys are sticking their heads out trying to shoot you. Yeah. And, like, you're riding on top of the car and it's, like, a really close angle. And you just hop down and, like, web them to the side of the car and then hop off and, like, shoot your web on the back of the car and stop it. It's just so That's cool. Fun. It's so fun. Man, that sounds like it could be like just one piece of the game, but you're saying that oh, those I mean, are happening all the time. They're happening all the time. That's yeah. really cool. All right, super man. cool game. Yeah, it sounds fun. I'm really excited about I'm it. Really sound, I can't wait to play Superman. Okay, so if you're a Superman, uh, you should reach out to Caltech. Then, boy, what is what a transition. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Caltech Technologies LLC. LLC. Caltech focuses on product development in robotics, web apps, mobile apps, home automation or some combination of the above. 
To learn more or to start a conversation about your future product or idea, send an email to info at cowden.tech. That is info at c-o-w-d-e-n dot tech. Hot. Hot, hot. And if you like what you're hearing so far, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel over at youtube.com forward slash polykill podcast. We put the audio version of the podcast up there as well as some original video content. Uh, if you listen on iTunes or Podbean or Podcatcher or Podcast App X thousand, whatever podcast app you're using uh give us a like give us a rating leave us a comment we'd love it we're on spotify you can also follow our podcast there uh, if you want to drop us a line at any point you can send an email over to polykillpodcast at gmail.com you can find all of our content at polykill.com you can also uh, see our stuff over on the cartridge club website that is cartridgeclub.org and you can get us a like on facebook at facebook.com forward slash polykill podcast Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. All right. Let's take it into the foreplay. Foreplay. Games Long time. Grinding upon. We've talked a little bit about a few of them here we already. Have. I've talked about Spider Man, so I'll leave that one out. Leave that one out. Well. Uh, for me, I promised last episode, I said, I'll be done with Detroit by the time we talk again. I Liar. said those words. I lied straight out of Liar. my mouth. It's heavy game. You know, not, not terribly heavy in the mm. sense of it's not heavy like a, it's not even heavy like, like a Telltale game. It's not even heavy like Life is Strange, really. Okay. Okay. But I feel, again, like I need that two hour block. Of, of quiet yeah. and if I've had a rough day it's just I'm not in the mood you're not in the mood I kind of want to do something else with my time I gotcha. play a different game that's a little more lighthearted, a little brighter yeah and so uh, I did I put I forwarded the story maybe an hour okay you know, as far as in I the got. last two weeks yeah you piece of shit I just sat down one time and it just mainly just to stay up on it because I didn't want to forget what was nah. going on but and I, I I can't make any promises for the next two weeks either it's, it's going to be rough times at work but Hopefully, I'll get it done. It'd be nice to get it done and move on to God of War. Yeah. Can't wait for you to play that. Or maybe uh, maybe in the middle, maybe I'll finish that one little Life is Strange episode that's hanging out there and sure. then move on to God of War. Sure, Got sure. that hanging on. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's it. I mean, I'm liking it still. The story's really good. Um, hmm. You know, and, and I'm getting to where uh, later in the in the, in the the game, the, the story segments are a little longer and a little more layered and a little more intricate. Oh. And so you feel like you can screw up a little more often. Oh. But I feel like things have been okay. Okay. I feel like things have been just fine. So I can't wait to beat this because I know that uh, Brian has finished it and uh, uh, Briz, Hoagie Briz has finished it, right, right. as well as uh, Musty Hobbit there. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to be on the on conversation. conversation. Yeah. In, indeed. Before they forget what happened. Right. You know, it's easy to do that. Right. Uh, and then I'll move on here talk a little bit more about uh, Dragon Warrior 3. Yeah. And I don't know what I'm going to say about it. Okay. Other than I'm playing it. Yeah, okay. It's just the standard RPG. Right. I, I will say one of the things I'm liking about this one, because I did play Dragon Quest 8. Okay. Right. Yeah. On the PS2. PS2. Right. And I just finished that maybe a year ago. Yeah. This was or your, maybe your, within the last year for sure. It was your baseball game. It was. Yeah. Yeah. In the sense that I would you play, play while it while watching I watched baseball. baseball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I really liked that game a lot. Even though it was a big old slog, a right. big old hundred. I mean, I thought I was at the end of the game. I'd made it to the final boss. It still took me 10 hours of grinding to finally beat him. Jeepus. But, I, I mean, I felt real good beating that game. Yeah. Like it felt like a real notch. And it, there's a lot of things about that game that I'm seeing here in Dragon Quest 3 that I didn't mm. see, or Dragon Warrior 3, that I didn't see in the first two. Okay. Like a lot of those tropes really start to form around 3. Sure. And it's kind of neat to see that. It's like, oh, this is, so this must have been a mainstay from here on out. Like it's kind of fun to go back yeah, and kind of see that. Yeah, the so, prequel the prequel. Thing. Yeah, so yeah. playing it in reverse order has been okay. That's cool. Yeah, so I do I do like it. Nice. What, what have you been working on there? Uh, well, obviously, uh, Spider-Man, which I've, I've talked about, I, I've probably put maybe three and a half, four hours into it. It's not uh, an extensive amount of time. Obviously, it just came out a couple of days ago at this point. Um, 
But uh, I'll talk about dead smells a little bit. Dead Uh, things do smell. They do smell bad. This is Dead Cells, though. So this is a game that uh, you picked up. I told you you'd be an idiot if you didn't play it, and then you immediately went out and bought it. because I don't like to be an idiot. You don't like to be an idiot. Uh, But no, so I I bought this thing, and uh, basically just because I I was really in the mood to play like an action-y platformer. I just really wanted one, and this seemed to fit the bill, because apparently I heard the combat was Mm -hmm. was super fun. Uh, Turns out that's correct. But as as you know, this is a roguelike, so like you have to beat the game in one run, right? Because uh, there's no continues, and like when you die, you start at the beginning. So you do retain some things. You retain some bonuses, right? But like your weapons reset and your health goes all the way back down to the right. original level. So yeah. like you don't get those bonuses. But the bonuses are sort of necessary for that one run you're going to put together. Some always, yeah, yeah. It's it's really smartly put together. I think. Do you think anybody's beaten it on their first run? Oh hell no, no way, hell no. Or even in their first day of playing it probably not maybe not i think i've seen like the averages around 60 runs before you beat it 60 yeah oh wow i'm i'm in the 40s does it count your hmm. runs is there a counter for that yeah oh, okay a i didn't know that okay yeah um so anyway so it takes about 45 to an hour to beat the game on a good run through and that's probably because you need to like in each level obviously there's lots of branching paths but there are uh, you can leave at any point once you find the exit but it's smart to like wander around and find all the upgrades you can for that run um so i put together like when you start off you have 100 health and that's very little yeah um but like by the time i got done with my best run i had over eight thousand health i had upgraded to to that much yeah and uh, i've seen like 300 yeah you know i've not played it a ton yeah i've done maybe eight runs yeah but yeah but uh, you just always got to find those scrolls, man. Just find those scrolls and boost, boost your stats. Uh, but there. So let me ask you something. So yeah. if you see a door, yeah, do you go in it? Nope. No, I, I. It's usually one of those little uh, warp portals are nearby. I just go on past it and I'll see you explore go back the later. whole level. Okay. Kill everything, get all the pickups that I can, oh. and then leave. Okay. Yeah. I've just been. If I find a door, I'm like, oh sweet, I can go to the next level. I mean, if you're trying to speed run, I'm not. They're, 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 yeah, don't, then but don't things do like regenerate, don't they? What's do that? the enemies regenerate? I can't remember now. They don't, right? I mean, In you the, never go back there. Once you go through that door, that's it. Well, I just mean like if you're playing through a map mm-hmm. and then. Oh, no, they'd stay dead. They do stay dead. They I stay was trying dead. to, I couldn't remember. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I got to the penultimate level, um, but just completely got lost in it and then died. Too big? It's massive. Like there's there's tons of doors because like once you get to the Silt Village, uh, which is the first level after the concierge boss, there is you have these little doors you can go through. It just says cross, and you go in them. And then sometimes there's fun things to do in there, and sometimes it's just an alternate path. But like in this final castle, there's just so many different doors you can go in and out. And I just like kept finding myself like locked in rooms with like a couple of elite. Uh, enemies and just like finally got my ass handed to me but man that was that was kicking ass I beat the second boss the first try no problem um, but yeah it's super fun it's super it's fun addictive. it's so addictive so um, especially you know, once you get one of those power ups yeah you're like okay I want to see how far this will get me on my next run right so and like yeah. and like between the levels, you obviously can you can use those cells that you've collected by killing the dead things and like buying uh, you, you know new upgrades and stuff. So sure. yeah, it's it's a whole lot of fun, and I feel like this is a roguelike that I will beat. Yeah, I will definitely beat this game because it's so fun, and I, I'm I, I'm good at it. I know I'm good at it. 
So, oh wow! Cool. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, like I've watched who's, other people play. It? Is it Jake? Yeah, it's me. It's oh me. man, no, like I've watched other people play it, and I'm yeah. like, God, they're awful. You know, Maybe they're so. they're still in the review copy. It was their first day. They just needed to get it out. No, no, I'm talking about streamer people. Oh, you're the best then. What I'm are not, you streaming? The best. Why are you streaming? I, I know. I really thought about it, but I have it on Switch, so that'd be complicated. We could do it. We could set it up. We could do it. That's weird. Well, anyway, that's cool. I'm glad you're game. having fun with Everyone it. So you, play you're it. saying next episode you'll have a beat. I'm not saying that because I really don't know. It's really, but you're good at it. It's luck dependent. I am good no, at it. Doki. Um, Garg Quest. Garg Quest. Did I put that or did you put? That? No, you totally did that. I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I didn't even look at this until just now. Okay. Garg Garg Gargoyle Quest. Gargoyle's Quest. Yeah. This is the. Do you know anything about this game? Is it based on the cartoons? Actually, I'm not even familiar with the cartoons. I wouldn't doubt it. Wow. But I don't know. Okay. I, I think... Let me look. Maybe the cartoons are based off of this. Because... No. The reason I say this... No. Is because I think... And I could be wrong. I'm just going Go to spit this out of my ass. Spit it out of your ass. So, so <laughs> I think the gargoyle is from Ghosts and Goblins. I think he's derived from that. And then he, the gargoyle firebrand, um, okay. gets his own game. And so he gets Gargoyle's Quest on the Game Boy... Gargoyle's Quest 2 on the NES, mm-hmm. and then Demon's Crest, which I played and beat through last summer okay. on the Super Nintendo. I know and what you did last summer. You do. And <laughs> these games are sort of like a mix of platforming RPG. Okay. And so there is an overworld, a classic overworld, where you go town to town, and talk to people, mm-hmm. or talk to other beings or monsters or whatever. Yeah, in whatever. Case. NPCs. And uh, you get an idea of where you need to go and they sort of give you some clues and hints yeah. and then when you the action gets in there it sort of has a um, sort of a random encounter okay uh, thing so that that's part of the game is when you go when you're traveling place to place you get random encounters it morphs you into this 2D thing right where you kill a couple things do little and, fights yeah do a little fight beat it and keep moving but then if you get to like where you're supposed to be going like a tower or a castle mm-hmm. the, the whole thing again switches to that 2D platformer gotcha and it's uh, it's it's sort of a, it's not so much a platformer as it is a hoverer you have wings oh okay on your gargoyle That's so you, you got a little meter of how long you can hover so you're just kind of hovering around there and, uh, and and shooting stuff with uh, with the different weapons that you've upgraded gotcha and it's a lot of fun. It feels like an ambitious Game Boy game. It I'll does. Say that about it, it sounds it. Yeah. And it is. It is a lot of fun. Like it's a very. Once you get, I think the at the very beginning, it's a little tough because mm. once you die, you got to start back at the beginning. But once you get your wheels under you and you, you start to get to some save locations and stuff like that, gotcha. You get your feet under you. It's it's a lot of fun. Very cool. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it. I mean, it sounds a little bit like uh, Adventures in Link, a little bit like Zelda two ish. Slightly. Yeah. yeah. Similar recipe. Um, a little more linear. Okay, I think, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Very um, cool. And then the other thing for me, dude. I mean, you're back the, to it. It is the season. It's the back, season. Yeah. Back on my shit. Yeah, you, you know, are yeah. playing that NCAA football 2014 on brand. I am still the mod of the subreddit. That's awesome. And we just crested four thousand peeps. That's crazy. You know, I do nothing <laughs> on that subreddit. There's another guy that helps me out, and he does it all. That's awesome. Um, I sometimes don't look at it for years at a time. But yeah, it's uh, you know back on that. Once I started, once the football season started there, got we to, started man. watching the teams play. Yeah. I got the itch. I was like, ah, I need to get in there. And I always pick like a random, pardon if you're from Indiana, but always pick a shitty team. <laughs> pardon if you're from Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Like you didn't even say, I pick Indiana. You just said, I'm sorry if you're from Indiana. But I also pick a shitty team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, who, Indiana just beat UVA last night, so that's great. But uh, I do, uh, I do like to pick a team that is... Uh, Usually not great in that version of the game. Sure, and then try to try to bring make them good. Okay, and so that's that's fun for me, man. Always, and that's what I do, and uh, I can't I can't, <laughs> you can't stop you it. can't stop it. 
I can't stop. Can't it. stop the feeling. Yeah, can't so, fight the feeling. I'm, and I told myself I wouldn't do it. I was mm. like, not this year. The game is so aged at this Sports point. Sports prison, man. You gotta gotta break out. I know, man. You I just, just go keep back and back. do a little time. Get back on my shit. You do. There's no halfway house for people like me, man. There's not. No. Yeah. All or nothing. I know. All right. Last game I played. Now this is this is going to be a bit of a story, um, but it's a fun story. So, uh, as you know, playing Switch games, buying Switch games, doing all that stuff. Um, I went to go see my parents. And uh, generally what happens with visits to my parents is we end up talking a lot, um, but it ends up just going on for a while and, and I feel my mom start to get a little bored because my, my dad's quite the conversationalist. My mother isn't necessarily okay. a conversationalist. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go see him, but I'm going to take the switch and we'll, you know, I'll show it to them. They'll think it's neat because it can do the TV and the portable thing. They'll, you know, they've never seen it. They might think it's cool. So I take it over there, hook it up. And, uh, you know, my dad is, a, I, will, I will say my dad does play video games. He right, is, you told me, and yeah, I'm surprised at yeah. some of the games he plays. He, he only plays military shooters for the most part. Still, I have bought him. He's an older guy. Yeah. He, you know, yeah, he, he likes the Call of Duty. Yeah. He yeah. likes the Battlefield. He likes the Rainbow Six. you growing up, not to cut you off there. Yeah. He played, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some GoldenEye and stuff like that with you, right? GoldenEye, yeah. a little bit, a little bit of Turok, a little bit of Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey 98. I told that story yeah. last Christmas. I think that's um, really cool, though. Yeah, that your dad's it is. Yeah. But anyway, so like, you know, I bought him Doom this year. He played through that. The Doom 2016. Love that. We're talking about a pastry or a preacher. Yeah, yeah. No, he's, well, it's killing demons, so it's you know it's part of his mission. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, but anyway, so I take it over there. So like me and my dad, you know, uh, play a little bit of Mario Kart, have some fun. Mom watches. She's having a blast. She loves the colors. She loves mm-hmm. the characters. She's just you know having a blast watching us play. Um, play a little Mario Tennis. That's pretty fun because you're just, you know, waving the Joy-Cons around, right. motion control, stuff like that. So anyway, I was like, Mom, now it's time for you to play with me. She's like, no, no, I'm just, I'm just going to watch. I was like, no, trust me, you'll have fun with this one. So earlier that day, I went down to John's store on, yeah. on the corner, yeah. and uh, he had a copy of 1-2 Switch. Mm-hmm. And he had it for twenty four ninety nine, which is a great price for that game because sure. usually it sells for 50 or 60 bucks. Yeah. But he's like, it didn't review too well, so I just marked it down. I was like, so you mean I can get shitty games here for cheap? That's awesome, Classic John. John yeah. yeah, I was like, okay. So, so I picked it up So with the intention of taking it to the house and letting mom play it because I was like, look, I said, you don't use the screen to play this game. And had you played it at all? No, no. Okay. But I just seen other people play it. I was like, we're going to learn this together. You're going to have fun. Uh, and she had a blast. That's awesome. Like, she was like, this is the most fun I've had in a long time. You better bring that back. Oh, that's cool. I was like, ah, I got you. Because you, there's a, you, you tweeted about it, I think. Yeah, you, I did. You shot each other the same Yeah, time she was good at that. She was really good at that. Yeah, we did the, the quick draw thing where, you know, you just stand and face each other and you got to do the yeah. draw thing. Uh, but she liked that one and she did she liked uh, the um, there's one that she loved which was the telephone so like you, you take the Joy-Cons and you set them down in front of you mm-hmm. and you set an eagle distance apart from them and then you have to wait for the right ring and then you have to answer the phone before the other person does oh wow yeah she loved that's that that's neat yeah I mean there's 28 little mini games in there and it's it's you know just that's a lot cool. of stupid fun good party games sure and um, with two people yeah yeah two well you can have party. you can pair more Oh, of course, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, that was that was a really fun moment. Yeah, finally, because like I'd never played video games with my mom. Yeah, ever. Right. So you got um, something to connect with. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty that's cool. Very cool, man. I'm happy for you there. Yeah, it was super fun. That's really cool. It was yeah, a good story. I've been. Uh, I see once you switch, and it's kind of the thing I kind of want to get because I yeah. feel like you know that's something Tracy and I could play together on yeah. the switch. Because when you have a switch, and eh, you know, I always kind of focus on the single player stuff because I like right. to, you know, like Breath of the Wild and that kind of thing. I like yeah. having the switch on my lap, not your lap. I like to play yeah. it by myself. But little, little games like that sound fun. Yeah, if you can so. find it for a good price, I definitely recommend picking it up because it is a lot of fun to just 
you know, like there's so many different games in there and some of them are like really low impact, low intensity. It's like the one where you just hold the Joy-Con and try to figure out how many marbles are in the box. That's fun. You know, the HD Rumble is really cool and it kind of shows that off and yeah. Very cool, man. Very cool. All right. Well, I guess that's it for games. We play a lot of games. I've been playing them. Playing them. Been playing them. Not yeah. not exactly getting the credits on all of them, no, but, but playing them soon. I don't know if I can beat one too. Switch. I don't think you can. Probably not. Yeah, you can just play them on. Just, beat your mom on all the games. Yeah, you that. Yeah, yeah, take that, mom. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's move into the old disc. We got some people uh, there on Twitter. Yeah, sending us some questions using the hashtag uh, PK Answers, which uh, I think you can just use that anytime. Anytime you want, just anytime use that. Want. Feel we free. Don't, we don't have to. Beg if you got a question? You're like, hey, I wonder what they would think about this. Just, just do yeah, it. We'll it. monitor the hashtag. Yeah, Boom. yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, Boom, absolutely. Also, you can reach it if it's a if it's a lengthier question or comment. You always got the email address there, polycopodcast@gmail.com. Yeah, Feel free to do that. Send us a long form question. All right, so let's get started here. Yeah, uh, yeah. Start out with a rocket sauce at its rocket sauce. He says, "What game coming out for the rest of 2018 do you want to play the most?" Hmm. For, okay, we'll take that from now because I, I think he asked this question a few days ago, and that probably may have had a different answer. But I'll take it from now. Okay, I would hope so. Yeah. For, so from right now, from right now, until you're, you're thinking so, about like you would you have included Spider. I would have included Spider. Okay, um, that would have been your answer. That I don't know. Oh, okay. It, it would have it would definitely been a tough decision. Um, coming out for the rest of your 2018. Do you have anything off the top of your head? Yeah, I'm uh, sure. I think I know what it is, but yeah, obviously it's going to be uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee for me. You think so? Uh, no, that's hilarious, <laughs> right? It? If it were, that would be great. That's not me. That's not you. No. Um, they're so let's let's review some of the big games coming out okay. that we mean you know and I'm I'm just skimming here real quick yeah yeah we still got uh, Lara Croft Shadow of the Tomb Raider yeah yeah uh, there's a Life is Strange two that's starting to come out uh, yeah I wonder um, if the whole thing will be up by the end of the year though there's mm. a no maybe not mm. uh, Forza Horizon four I know you're big on that's gonna be good there's Mega Man eleven there's yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey shit there is a uh, the new Call of Duty I, I don't know if that yeah, ever make yeah. make the list but it's mm. coming out. Uh, Soul Calibur Six, mm. uh, Dark Souls Remastered on the Switch, not a new game. Mm. Of course, Red Dead Two. Mm. Um, you got Valiant Hearts on the Switch. That's not a thing. I don't know why. I don't know why I said that. Uh, that's been out for a while <laughs> on the other stuff. Uh, Fallout Seventy Six. That's gonna be big. Uh, that's a big one. Yeah. Dark Siders Three. Yeah. Um, Just got... Calls Four. Yeah. Super Smash Ultimate. So there's some big ones there. That's some big ones. So what? what Hitman Two on the uh, on stuff. Yeah. yeah. What's what's there? What what's for me? It's going to be Fallout seventy six. I'm pretty sure. So? I'm pretty sure that's going to be like in terms of like I'm not going to say that's going to be the best game I'm playing all year, but like from now until then, looking forward to that one. Releases, I think. I think because I know I'm going to play that co op with friends uh, is going to be a cool experience. I think it's going to be wild as hell, uh, but I'm excited to try it. I feel I feel like this is the most exciting thing that's happening for me because it's something different. Everything else is coming out is is either a sequel or derivative. You know, whether it's Shadow of the Tomb Raider, which I'm looking forward to a lot, but I, I know what this experience is going to be like. Red Dead, I know what that experience is going to be like. All these other games I kind of have a feel for. Fallout 76 is kind of a wild card because I really don't know how it's going to go. So yeah. it's it's exciting to me. I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. I think that's the same reason, and you called me out for it, I think that's the same reason I'm kind of excited for Death Stranding is because I just want to know what it is. That's, yeah, that's a good point. You know? Yeah. Uh, but that's not one of the ones that are coming no, out. because so we don't know. I think I have to go with the only game... Uh, really that I've been looking forward to like we've kind of been spoiled with getting what we want from it's big companies true you know and I think Red Dead 2 is just one of those it's I was clamoring for real want. hard yeah and uh, we were you know finally getting it to come out and yeah I love the I love the old West games I know you do there's not enough of them in my opinion 
And so, yeah, I'm excited for that. Okay. Um, so, and, final answer is Red Dead 2 for you. Yeah, absolutely. Fallout 76 for me. Absolutely Red Dead 2 go. for me, man, 100%. Cool. Uh, pre-ordered it. I don't pre-order often. You don't. But uh, thanks to Rockstar's they, a safe bet. Oh, yeah, of course. We're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the Amazon thing was expiring, and so yeah. went ham. Boy, I went ham. Like, yeah. I was like, dear God, help me if all these clear at the same time. Yeah. Like, if I was confused on how they charged. <laughs> yes. How many <laughs> did like, you get <laughs> on that last day, especially? I think I got five on the last day. I got three. Guess how many Scott at VG Collectaholic got? I don't even know. 18. Holy God. I didn't even know there were 18 games coming out. Oh, my God. That's so many. That's crazy. I should. I realize I should have pre-ordered a couple more Switch games, but I'm an idiot. That's nah, all right. That's fine. Well, thank you for that, Rocket. And yeah. uh, what what is what game is he looking forward to? I wonder. Let yeah, us know. Let us know. Right? Uh, Josh Leslie at Frantic Society. Recently, Polygon has gotten rid of typical reviews and review scores on its site. They now do something called Polygon Recommends instead. Mm. What do you guys think about the review scores? Do you use them to decide on a purchase? Curious what you all think. I okay. like this question. Yeah, it's a good question. It is. It's well thought out. Uh, do you want to go first? Or do you want to go first? Go first. You okay. feel like uh, it seems like you're ready to go. Yeah, I've, I've thought about this for a while, and there's a couple of reasons. One, uh, not to peddle my other uh, side chick, uh, but the website that I write for, Everything Is Noise. Uh, we recently transitioned from it gents to Everything Is Noise, and part of that transition dot net dot net. Everything is noise.net. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that transition uh, was elimination of review scores. Because at this point, I, I think it's always been true with music. Uh, it's hard to objectively criticize music. I think there's a few things you can do with any kind of art that you can objectively criticize. With games, I think it's like, is it buggy? Right. Does it work? You know, is there poor design choices like few save points? Like, you can, like, objectively criticize some things like that. Yeah. And I think early on in video games, that was easier because that was, you know, the framework was pretty bare bones, right? You know, you could say, this is a side, you know, a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Is it buggy? Yes. And, like, it was more, like, it was easier to do. But now, games are so expansive and games are, are so generally well-made these days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's harder to objectively put a number or a letter score on something that, you know some people are going to love and some people are going to hate. And I think it's always been kind of a bad idea. And it was always more used for like box quotes and like to generate sales figures and good for press and stuff because it's easy to look at and say, Oh, IGN gave it an 8.7 or whatever. But I think, I don't think you can actually put a number on something like that. I think you can personally go, ah, it's a B for me or it's an A for me. But I, I much prefer the idea of just, and, and as someone who writes reviews, I hated putting a score on something because I know as soon as someone clicked on it, they were going to scroll down and find the score. So I feel like it, it, it encourages a little bit more like engagement with the content. I agree with 100% of everything you just said. Yeah, um, You made a lot of good points there. Uh, one, especially about looking at the score. That's what yeah. people just want the score. They want the score. You know, I think, and, then, and then they want to bitch about it. Of course. Immediately. Yeah, and it's just a number. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's, it's your number. What I think, and I agree with you 100%, uh, I think one of the problems that we have in the modern age is there's so many games that reviewers, people that get early release uh, you know, rights and all that kind of stuff, they're only going to review the big stuff. Right. You know, and so the scores really ultimately don't matter because everything's probably going to be a five and above unless it's completely a letdown because there's, you know, a wealth of these like indie games and mm. Switch titles that are coming out daily, all these all these Steam games right. that would be ones and twos that you're never going to see. So what's the point of having a number scale if you're never going to play a game that you know is going to be bad? Right. You know? So there's that aspect of it where it's like the numbers really don't mean anything. So, yeah. They're just five and above and then, you know, cuz everything is Everything is generally decent. 
Yeah, like right. I mean, yeah, I agree. Like there there might be some things that, that are disappointing. That yeah. But I don't think there's anything horrible anymore. Right. I mean it's rare. Yeah. And especially if it's worth reviewing, it's probably going to be decent in general. Unless yeah. it's just I mean maybe an Andromeda is an exception, but even that's a that's a five. That's six. a disappointment though, right? Yeah, it's a disappointment. You know, it's not yeah. like completely you know, unplayable game. Garbage. It's not completely yeah. triple. So yeah, the, the numbers really have, have always meant less and less as time has gone on. Yeah. And um Another thing is, like, I think attaching yourself, and I think one of the problems with Polygon Recommends is that I think you don't know who that person is recommending it. I think you want to find a trusted reviewer, a trusted source to stick with. Exactly. So, one of the things that there's two places I go for reviews, Mm -hmm. maybe three. Uh, and it really depends on who is is writing it for one of them. So, I really like the Easy Allies guys, yeah. and I trust them. And I found that their opinion is is pretty much in line with mine. I think that's important is to find someone who, you know, it's sort consistent of for reflects you. your tastes. Yeah, yeah. Or at least even if they don't reflect your taste, if you're consistently coming to them and you're like, well, they're usually a little higher on this than I am, but you still that's your barometer, right? It's not just a number. It's yeah. like, oh, I agree with them about this. Or they make, you know, you watch the review and they make a few points. It's not, you know. So that's one thing. They still give a, a number, but I feel yeah. like I'm attached to them and I'm, I'm used to how they operate. And mm. so if they give something a three, I'm like, that's probably playable for me. Yeah. If they give it a five and gush about it, I'm probably going to like it. Um, and you're and, saying out, out of five, not out of ten, right? They do out of five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, they actually moved to ten recently. They did. They yeah. used to do just stars. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um and then the other one is SNES Drunk for the retro stuff, mainly okay. just Super Nintendo. But he does a he, he very you know yeah. he, he jumps out of the Super Nintendo box a little bit. He doesn't assign any scores. He's, his whole thing is is this worth playing today? And then he'll give you reasons why it is and why it isn't, and that's very valuable to me. I've gotten or I've discovered so many games through through that method hmm. and through him, and just being like, is this worth playing today? No, it doesn't hold up here because it's painfully slow. Gotcha. You know, or or this this aspect. Yeah, of now it, th- so. I think that's important, especially for the retro stuff, is to find someone who has plumbed those depths and can tell you yeah. like, you know, this is worth your time. This isn't because there's so much back there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's very valuable. Is just really finding someone you trust. I think that's really it, right? Or not even... Tr- I mean, well, trust is a big one, but even just someone that's consistent. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. And and that, that's the biggest thing, because even if they don't like it and you know the things that they don't like is something that you might like, right? You still that's consistency. You can still yeah. base, a, base an opinion on that. So anyway, those are the two big things for me. The other one is IGN, because um, I do like you know Damon Hatfield and, and, and some of those right. guys, but you got to know who... They're a big team. you got to know who's reviewing you gotta it. got to know who, and like, they have so much turnover now. Yeah, they do. I feel like that you know that's kind of like a, a place that turns people in and out a lot more than it used to. Sure. Um, but yeah, Damon Hatfield's one that I that I gravitate to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all, all the other people that I like that used to be there, like Jared Petty and Marty Sleva, and like they're they're just gone. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh well, I miss you guys. I listen to their podcast, so I'm able to to kind of gauge gotcha. a, a little more of what they like there. But that's a big thing, man. You just got to get just got to get to know who's reviewing right. your games if you're going to really trust the score or trust the yeah. what they say. Last thing that I'll say about this because we're going on, we've gone on, but I think it is a great question is, and, and, it. And, it, and it bears thank you, Josh. Um, um, discussion. Uh, I think it's intrinsically stupid to put a review score on a game. Like, I get that they're products and we place a value in them, and there's like the value proposition and all that, but like. If you can have fun with a video game, that should be all that you need from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, this is a video game, guys. We get video games. Why are, why are we whining about, like when Jim Sterling gave Breath of the Wild like a 7 out of 10 and it dropped the Metacritic score down by a few points and people went wild and like started DDoSing his website. It's like, you're stupid. It didn't hurt the sales of that game. It did not hurt the sales of this game. People still love this game. Yeah. But you just want to whine about something. And I think that any... any opportunity you can take away from people to whine about something is a is a positive move in my book 
Yeah, and, and just to quickly move to Josh's second question, because we didn't touch on it too much, was do you use them to decide on a purchase? No. I never just use a review score to decide on a purchase. I don't use the review score, but I'll use the review. Content. Yeah. Yes. So what the things they say about it might inspire me, but not the score itself. Yeah. For sure. I agree. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the uh, third question here. Let's from do it. Kevin at Buried on Mars. Yeah, yeah. Your job just gave you a surprise three days off to rest and recuperate. That sounds awesome. What do you do with those three days? The easy answer here is going to be play video games. Right. That's a very simple answer. Then um, that would be the thing I would probably do. But let's yeah. take video games out of it for fun because it's an sure. easy answer. What would sure. you do? What's your first thing? Uh, if I had three days off to rest and recuperate in which most other responsibilities in life were also met, met. Or at least ignored. <laughs> <laughs> ignorable. Yeah, ignorable. Uh, I would say I'd probably uh, do a couple things. One is I would probably um, do a little road trip. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. You know, do a little road trip to some place that would have uh, a few amenities that I would want, like a good record shop. There you go. Uh, a good game shop. New boom. Uh, and maybe a place that has a nice artsy-fartsy theater where I could watch some, like, hoity-toity movies that I just can't see around here unless I go to the Lyric. And they only get like one one at a time. But like like an old... um I don't know, one of those theaters in New York that just shows thri- Criterion films or something. Yeah. Um, and just, you know, just have a, a real posh theater experience where I watch like French subtitled films. And I feel like we're growing apart. I, I, I don't know. I just really want to do that for some reason. I've had that in, like stuck in my crawl for the last few, few months. I just want to go watch something really high art. I don't know okay. why. No, that's yeah. cool. I mean, you know, you've got an itch to scratch it, but yeah. uh, for me, I think uh, I'm, I'm in line with you there. Go on a road trip and not even, it doesn't have to be with a destination in mind, honestly. I sometimes mm. like, you know, Just we, wonder. We're, we're here We're here in the beautiful hills of Southwest Virginia. Lovely place. And it is. It is. Now, there are a lot of, there's a lot of dearth here. There's a lot of, there's a lot of crummy, grimy places, you know? Sure. There's a lot of, uh, I would say, unfortunate places. I would say that. Well, yeah, that's a good way Some to Some struggling it. areas, but... Um, I I still like you know taking some of those back roads. There's places where I've never seen. Yeah, and they're right over. They're right over there. They're right over here. And I like doing that, man. I mm. like just getting in the car and getting the, getting the music going on the radio and just cruising around, especially in the fall with the leaves. Oh yeah, nice and crisp. Yeah, you, don't you can have the windows down a little bit. <sighs> Perfect. Cruise. I mean, that's that's for me. Not that's, even with it. now. If I came across a game store or a record store, maybe mm. pop in. Oh, of course. Not many of those out in the mountains. Not but, a lot. You know, maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe just go to a random place and, and scroll through the Craigslist ads nearby and see if I can pick up store. Something. You yeah. know, maybe get. Uh, maybe get an M for M. Look for a good time. <laughs> you, you never know. know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just about that part. But no, of course. Yeah, I think I think that's a big thing though. Getting yeah. out of the house, really right. is the big yeah. thing. Yeah, like I, I've had that itch for a bit, so I need, I need to. Like I've taken a, a, a few little trips here. I guess last week I went to a, a festival uh, with with metal and beer. Uh, mm. That was fun to get out of the house. It was yeah. exhausting. That's a thing too. It was exhausting. Because but um, my original idea was like, oh, I'd like to go for a hike, but I'm like. He, he, he specifically said resting and recuperate, and I don't know if I want to come back from a big old hike and just go back to work after yeah. those three days. Yeah. I think I just want to go run around and, and relax. All right, Agreed. so next up, uh, good old JD. JD. From the Play and Listen podcast, which yeah. is now on hiatus. I know. I talked to him about that the other day. That's sad, but it was a good while it lasted. I loved it. And there's, hey, they're not, you know, go back through them all. Yeah, it's just, just, just so much music. there. It's so, so much, much good stuff. Yeah. Um, so he asks, uh, where's my collect call episode? Yeah, he wants to know that. And so for, for maybe those of you in the not know, yeah. there's a, a couple seasons of collect call, what we call collect calls, where I 
Skype called collectors and interviewed them about their collection, their collecting yeah. habits. It was a lot of fun. I met a lot of cool people. Yeah, you did. Uh, you know, Rick from Game Value Now, he and I are tight. He runs a website that I check daily, hourly, yeah. maybe even. Sometimes. Uh, you know, I got, got to meet uh, <laughs> Just reach for my phone. Just reach for your phone to check it. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I got to talk to Scott, VG Collectaholic, the Q-Dog. Um, you know, SNES Drunk was on there once. That That's was crazy. wonderful. So, yeah, yeah there was a lot of... A lot of cool stuff, but it was a lot of work, to be honest with yeah. you. And my personality, I get real nervous just Skyping yeah. people, especially like people that I look up to, like SNES Drunk, like sure. I really value his stuff, and I was super nervous for that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't need to be. You see, he's right. such a cool dude, but right. I was, you know... It's I, still awkward, yeah. I had just warm diarrhea for hours leading up to it. Just didn't want to sit <laughs> just down. Just a pool of diarrhea yeah. forming in your stomach. Yeah. Like, he... He sent me a message that was like, hey, man, we'll be about 15 minutes late, and I loved it. I was like, oh, thank God, because i got to go again. So, uh, But yeah, there, so all the ones that we've done are there on the website, polykill.com, and I don't know that there will be more anytime soon. I haven't really thought about it. There's some other content ideas we want to do with videos right. and stuff, and yeah. so hopefully we can replace the collect call uh, cavity with something else. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for asking. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, next up, Frankie Viper Strike. Frankie, 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 Frankie. All right, so this is a good question. This is one that you'll love. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Halloween is coming, y'all's favorite horror flick to boot up around this time of year. Oh man, I love boy, I love I love some good ones. Now, I also love really shitty ones. I just hate the ones in the middle. Like that's my stance with horror movies. Oh, the ones that I love the trashy, horrible ones. Mm. I love the fantastic ones. But if you fall anywhere in between that. I'm just, I hate it. They're so, they're so easy, and so there's so many of them. Now, for you, and I'm expecting something artsy-fartsy here, or okay. something that I've never heard of, okay. uh, maybe something that's all in subtitles, uh, <laughs> what is your, if someone's like, name a good horror flick for me to go watch, uh, what do you tell them? Well, I mean, I guess it, there's various iterations of horror, but like a big one for me is The Thing, the John Carpenter's The Thing. That's a good one. Uh, I love that. I also love the original uh, Day of the Dead. Okay. Um, I also really love... Uh, the Omen, the first one, uh, from like 1976, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Exorcist is is pretty good. I mean, that's that's classic. That's a classic. You, you, you got to get that you, in. Got to go within there. Uh, I really like the Evil Dead series. Um, really, those are fun. Those are fun. Those are fun. Yeah. Right. They're, they're intentionally goofy and, and fun and, and gross. Yeah. Uh, I really like the first Saw. I think that's a fantastic movie. I think the, the good. I yeah. I really was. At the time, surprised by it, and yeah. it, I still have good memories People of it. People poo-poo that all the time, but I'm like, what? Why? I mean, the the franchise as a whole kind of you know oh, jumped sure. the shark or and, and liquefied pigs many times. Yeah, but I really like that first one. I yeah. like it was nice and claustrophobic. It was creepy. I think a random pick for me, uh, one that I think everyone should watch if they haven't, is Frailty. With yeah. uh, Matthew McConaughey and um, Powers Booth. And, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, Powers Booth passed away a couple years back. Oh, it's, it's super tragic. Uh, and then, uh, what's his name? The other guy who just died um, was in Burt that Reynolds. too. Nope, nope, not that one. Man, he was in everything. I, I, I hate myself for forgetting David him. David Bowie. Nope. He was in Aliens. He was in Predator. He was... Oh, John Hamm. Nope, none of those. Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill Paxton, Matthew McConaughey, Powers Booth. It's a movie everyone should watch. Okay. Yeah. For me, I, I know I'm, uh, I love a lot of them. I think uh, the one that's just classic for me and really set the stage for the horror movies ever since. I know what this is. It's Hallow- John Carpenter's Halloween. Halloween, man. you love it. And even Halloween too. I thought they were really good. Yeah. Are you excited for the new one? No. Really? Leave it alone. The it's first a, one was great. It's going to retcon two on. I know. That's good. It's a direct sequel to the first one. I get it. But you I should, liked two like as well. That. I thought the direct sequel was really Okay. okay, I thought it was good, uh, but nothing really tops that first one. There's just so much mystique at the end, and it's very, very believable. I think, and that's what it loses after that. Yeah, I can see that. The first one's very scary because it's like 
you know, you don't know that he's immortal at this point, right? And, and you you feel s- kind of safe at the end, yeah. But you don't because there's a little thing at the end that makes you yeah, think maybe little... not. Oh no! But yeah. I like that a lot. I, just, I thought it was sure. really good classic, and it really set the stage for for everything after it. Yeah. Um, is, is that your answer? That's my favorite, that's and okay. that's the one I would recommend. Yeah, uh, but I have I, so many though. I think there's a few more that I would recommend um, that maybe don't get a lot of credit. Okay, I really like the strangers. Yeah, I thought that was overlooked. People really like that. Like in retrospect, I think people I appreciate so. it more now. Yeah, yeah, I liked it in real time a lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it feels low budget. You know, there's what two actors in the whole thing. Yeah, it's Kate just Beckinsale dark. and Luke Wilson, right? I think that's it. I don't think either of those people are in it. Uh, I think it was like maybe sure? Liv Tyler or what am I thinking of? Because <laughs> I know I've seen those two people in a horror movie. But go on, go on. Uh, yeah, I think it's Liv Tyler or um, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, and the other guy. He he yeah the other guy yeah I don't know his name but Go yeah on. I think that's a good one uh the, basically these people a are, vacancy is what I was thinking oh about. okay these people are staying at a uh, at a sort of a I guess a cabin or renting out this home hmm. uh, and um, they don't they're unaware of the neighbors yeah and the neighbors come by and start effing with them boy they got to deal they got to deal with it oh and it's rough since so, so now. Uh, I guess a little background. You, you know, you like the true crime stuff. I don't think that's a secret. So oh, I feel like yeah. your taste in horror movies is a much more grounded. Yeah, I don't taste. You know, you, I, don't, you don't love the the super free, freaky supernatural. It stuff. It loses me a yeah. little bit. Like Freddy was always gross to me, but uh, yeah, no, it's kind of laughable. I, yeah, you know? I never, I never. I mean, I think in some ways that was kind of the point. Yeah, but yeah, I'm with you. And there's another movie, and I'm I'm going to kick myself for not being able to remember it, but it it sort of has a neighborsy vibe where these. Um, Again, it's sort of the same premise where these people are staying at this place, mm. and these two boys come over, and I think you've seen they break the funny games. Wall. Funny, yes, funny games. Yeah, yeah. That There's was, two of those. The director did both of them. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, and that, that's not really a horror flick, but it is sort of a creep it's, show. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely you know psychologically. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. If I'm going to say another unsettling movie, I'm going to say Old Boy. Okay. Have you ever seen it? Uh, it was recommended to me by you, and okay. I have not yet seen it. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's okay. a South Korean movie. Okay. Don't watch the don't watch the American remake. It's it's garbage. All right. We should move on. We should. Okay. We could talk Thank about you movies for that, all day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so here's another big one though. Okay. Okay. Mighty Q Dog asks. We got, we got. Choose or perish the first two years of the SNES library or the entire Switch game library as it stands. As it stands today. Today. That's tough. That's tougher for you than me, I think. Well, you are uh, you are how can I say balls deep in the Switch right now. I am. You have a lot of love for it right so now. So many good Switch games. You wouldn't get rid of a single one of them, you think? Uh, well, I mean, maybe. A lot of these I don't think would exist without the Super Nintendo library in the first two years. That's not so part that's of kind the of a weird thing. I know, that, but I, I get that. But you think about it. <laughs> no, you're if right. If it were to never exist, would the, a lot of these great games exist? You're absolutely you know? right. But maybe we don't include that in our factor. I, factor I'm that. not going to. Okay. What would you have an answer? I have an answer. Okay, let's hear it. And it is, I would take the Switch library. You would take I it. I would. And, and the reason being is my experience with the Super Nintendo is very limited. Mm-hmm. Like, I had one, uh, but I got it pretty late in the cycle, and I also never had a whole lot of games with it. Um, I think the only games I can think of that I ever had was uh, NBA Jam Tournament Edition, Street Fighter Two Turbo, um, Killer Instinct, I think that's it. I think those are the only SNES games I ever had growing up. Okay. You could have done better. Could have done better. And that's somewhat of the fault of my own. Um, but, you know, obviously since then I've, I've had more exposure to the library. And if, if I, you know, later I played Link to the Past and, sure. you know, Super Mario World and things like that. And I really appreciate it. Super Metroid. So have you. Uh, but I just, 
yeah i think i think i don't have a lot of nostalgia for it i never had one growing up i josh had one and i would play it at his house but i'm i since i've gotten one it's sort of been my uh a frontier for me and i'm finding you know like i said i bring up snes truck all the time i love the channel mm. there on youtube and i've been introduced you know every day i find something else where i'm like man, i had no idea this existed this is really cool it's awesome and so there's still there's still depths to plumb but yeah. you talk about that first two years, man. If you get rid of it, you know, for me, you're, you're losing Super Mario World, which is, you know... That's a big no-no. Damn, that perfect game. Um, you're looking at, you know, F-Zero in there. There's a lot of ports that came sure. in that time that I'm reluctant to count because they are ports, but you do have things like Final Fight on there. Um, you mm. know, you're looking at ActRaiser, one of my favorites. The Final Fantasy series really takes off there with 2 and 3. Super Castlevania 4 is right there, you know? Like that, the East three that I liked is right up in that, yeah, right yeah. up in that two year uh, scrunt, if you will, right up there, mashed up against Scrunted. it. Scrunted Contra three, Alien Wars, maybe the, maybe one of the best, you know, visually striking Contras that we got. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Legend of Zelda: Link of the Past. That's Boy, a, that, that's, that's a, a mass mammoth. That's a that's a big one. That's a doozle. Uh, need I even say more at this point? You know, Soul Blazer, one of my favorite games. Turtles in Time, of course, that was a port. port. Super Mario Kart, very first one. Yeah, you'd lose it. You'd lose it. I don't know, man. I have a hard time. You know. I have a hard time saying uh, you, know, you take the uh, switch over that. I, I, yeah, I mean, I like the switch a lot. Sure, but um, but you don't have as many games as I do, so you can't. Say I it. certainly don't. <laughs> I'm, just I'm generally aware of what's out there. <laughs> just being a dick. Uh, but yeah, I got I got to think, man. I'm I'm I might nix that switch library and, and hang on to what what is tried and true. Okay, but uh, that is, it's great that we have different answers. I think. Oh yeah, so that was a good question. Yeah, that's great. Thank you, Eric, for that. that was yeah, good. yeah. All right. Well, it's been three years, Jacob. That's crazy, man. Isn't isn't it? That means we've known each other for three years and like six months. That's that's the funny part. Yeah, that's the funny part about this whole uh, friendship. It's hilarious. Is that it's pretty much predicated on this podcast, hundred percent for the most part. I mean, obviously, we hit it off enough for for us to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. But and, yeah, and it's not like the the podcast is an excuse to hang out. We hang out. Right, Regardless. socially, yeah. yeah, and and so we we've maintained this all the way through, and it's I mean we you know kind of take a gamble trying to you know uh, commit to something like this. You know, we're saying true. we're going to do it every two weeks for however long we can make it last, and, right? And I, did you think three years? Did you think this will three years? I, I don't know that I put that much thought into it. Yeah. I was just like in the moment, I was like, hey, do you want to do a podcast about beating games? And you were emphatically in agreement with it. Yeah. And then uh, you know I just didn't think about well, I wonder how long we're going to do this now. Like it, it never. I don't know. Did you did that cross your mind? Did you think think that through? I, I feel was, like you did probably because you're that kind of guy. You're a you're a, well, a through thinker man. I don't know if I'm a through thinker man, but I was like, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. <laughs> a through thinker man. Yeah, I just went with. It. I didn't even notice it was ridiculous until just now. It's so stupid. Yeah, uh, uh, I feel like a lot of things that I start with people tend to fizzle out. Like anytime you know, me and a buddy are like, we should do this, and then we do it a little bit, and we, yeah, and we, we should doing. hike or we should go skiing, and you buy thousands of dollars of equipment and then never do it or do it once. Exactly, yeah. and so this is one thing that I'm proud of, mainly because of the dedication that we have to it. You know, I think it 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 speaks to a couple of things. One is 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 our dedication to do this, and two is just you know we we love the subject matter. And we love to talk, so I think yeah. I think that helps. And it's intrinsically part of our lives already. It like, is. If the podcast weren't here, I'd still be beating games. Right. My goal is still to beat as many games as I have in my collection as I can and get a good grasp on gaming. I don't know why. It's yeah. just a need that I have. It's compulsory. I want to be in the know of the things I collect. I don't want to be the guy that just collects games to right. be be cool. Yeah. I want to want to really get my hands on these things. Yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. Just being in the know, being in the conversation of games, mm. and this helps. This is yeah. a bit of a motivation to do that. Sure. So this is this is good. Um, 
So let's let's recap a little bit of that last year. So we we closed off off kilter at some point. We had that going. We did, and we did maybe three or four more after the year, and uh, then we we put it on hiatus. Will we bring that back? You know, I could see like maybe bringing that back at some point. I don't know if it would be quite as as regimented yeah. in terms of like release schedule because it, you know it, it got a little. Um, I don't know. It got a little stale. It got a little hard to come up with things to talk about. And in, in, in a weird way, like we have plenty to talk about, but it just, I feel like we both like a bit more structure to the content that we create. Yeah. You know, we, we're not just like, let's turn the mics on and see what happens. We're like, no, we have to have a plan. And I think that got a little tiresome with the, with the off kilters. Yeah. And we, it required a little bit of, of participation from people and that started to fizzle a little bit. Yeah. Depending on the topic, it was right. harder to get certain things. Uh, I really right. thought injuries, people would be all over that, but we, we yeah. basically had to go out and hurt people to get them to right. send us stories. Yeah. Um, it was pretty rough. But yeah, I mean, they were fun. I'm, I'm with you. Like maybe ever now and again yeah. with no, with no schedule in mind, yeah. pulling out it doesn't hurt to but, do that. But I think kind of like as maybe a reaction to that or, or maybe, uh, maybe it's something else entirely. I feel like even on the mainline polykills, we, we've we've went off topic a little bit more in the last year than we used to. You know, like with the questions, we're talking yeah. about underwear and, and, and ham and <laughs> yeah. sandwiches a little bit more. So it's like, I think maybe that's sort of... We've loosened up a bit here. Loosened it up a bit. And I would say, and maybe it's just, uh, you know, maybe it's natural that it happens, but I think... Obviously, we've gotten a lot better, and I think we've we've taken a giant step, even recently, but especially in the last year. Mm. I think we're a little more relaxed. Or you listen to us, and you can tell that we're a little more used to doing this, and I we're a little so. better, a little better at yeah. it. I think. I mean, we're good conversationalists in general. I think. I, I don't know that that is. I, would, <laughs> I, 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 I regret- but we're both through thinker man. <laughs> we're through thinker man, but I would never qualify us as good. But I think we are palatable. I think yeah, we, we can acceptable. be can't be hurt. Uh, we also okay. So some of the things that we did with some genre dives, we did, we and those are always this. fun. They're fun, but but they also get a little tough because you you're inevitably you're going to miss something that somebody wants to talk about. Like if we talk about not. JRPGs, I'm obviously going to leave something out. Talk about mm-hmm. shooters, you know, it's tough to to like make that compelling. I think, yeah. But I even think though so. I think I think the response to those in general were, were pretty positive. I think people like some of them. Yeah, it's just it requires a you know uh, we, a lot more effort than we want to put. Yeah, into this. yeah. When, you know we're busy. We we try to be like just ask us questions, you know, because right. that'll be easy to do. We went on forever about these questions, so maybe it's something that we continue to do. Yeah, uh, bring it back occasionally. Yeah. Uh, so we had some guests. We had JD playing listen on. Yeah, always good to have him on. I'd like to have him back. We he's should. got a good voice, man. Yeah, he's good for this. Real deep, real deep JD voice there. <laughs> real, real, real deep. Uh, we also had uh, Diego on there, and of course Diego is absent from Twitter these days. But uh, what a lovely guy! Yeah, absolutely. Set up Chicago for us, and uh, we had Hokey Briz finally made an appearance. Yeah, he, he's been around a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, he did the special guest, and then immediately after that was just the guy. Right, he was just on. We did the Q Dogs, both of them. Yeah, that was super cool. Said that never happened to them. I before. know. I felt I felt honored that we were. Uh, you know, we were the ones. Took the show on the road. Got we, to Chicago. We did. That was fun. Uh, missed you there. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Gee, oh. That was a sad time. Uh, we did We did live for 69 episodes. That was super fun. I like doing that. We we should, need, we, you need to do that more, I think. Yeah. Now it's it's a different spin on the show. Like It is. It's a little more little fun house. A little more pressure. A little more goof. I don't know. It's kind of the same. Yeah, I feel like when you know someone's watching you in the moment, you want to be more entertaining. So you want to be more entertaining, but also like I care so much about being right in the moment that like I, 
if something comes with details I'm not sure about, I just don't go there. Sure. For some reason. But, like, for some reason with you, I'm okay with just being like, Super Mario, there's no hats in the game. Like, I'll just say that. Like, what's going to happen to me? Yeah. Yeah, who's going to punch you now? Right. So, there, there's things like that. I'm just a little more loose uh, without it. But I think we should do it again. I mean, we, we did get a lot of people on there. You know, that was fun. Yeah, fun no, I was super hang fun. Out with yeah. us. I don't think it's something we'd do all the time because I think it no. would wear out. Yeah. But by making it like a special thing, people yeah. kind of show up and it's fun. It's fun get to an event. Stuff. Absolutely. All right. Well, what do you have any big memories from the last year? You want to have anything you want to add about the last year? I mean, any goals for the next year? Um, what I'll say is like, uh, I will say that uh, I think I announced it last episode is I have beaten more games this year already. So I think that's, you know, part of uh, the podcast. You know, that's kind of a big. Uh, big milestone sure. more games already um in terms of, of content i've liked um you know having the the guests on i think we should continue to do that mm-hmm. it's fun to sort of mix it up uh but in general this year has just gone by so damn fast That's like great. i feel like it's you know here we are literally uh I, 10 9 or 10 days into september and i just can't i can't believe what what has happened um but you know i think it's it's been a good year it's been a great year. I think we've we've done some of our best work in terms of the podcasting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we really took the Just Beat It's to a new level. That was a big thing that happened in the last we year. We got the videos now. Yeah. Uh, might be some changes to that soon. Who knows? But for now, yeah. you can check all those out. The hashtag Just Beat It's. Get a lot of more, a lot Pe- more people, people doing that. People love that. that. You know, I don't know if all those people that are using the hashtag even know that it's that's part of this. Sort of ours, yeah. Yeah. We but own it. We own the copyright. <laughs> we do. Copyright. <laughs> Parentheses, T in parentheses. Um, a thing for the next year, I, I'll kind of close my thoughts out on this. Okay. There's a big change coming here soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry to talk like Obama again. Did you notice that? Uh, uh, big change. Yeah, a big change coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here soon. And uh, I'm, I, I'm hoping that it doesn't interfere too much with the podcast. Not that I'm hoping like my kid doesn't get in the way. Right, I know what you mean. But I want, I'd like to keep this going. Right. I'm hoping I can continue to every two weeks find the time to be on here because um, you know gaming is going to be uh, maybe limited in some regard sure uh, obviously I can't go to MacFest and things like that right off the bat right uh, and my wife is not like shutting me down from doing things it's no. just going to be an opportunity thing right it's going to have to figure it out so but I, but I think a benefit of our podcast is generally the content is is evergreen usually we don't try to be timely with what we're doing so no need so too much like, work yeah it's way too much work yeah. so like I think in general you know even if we have to record an episode you know, two in a week or something. Who knows? Yeah. And we, there's we always people. There's always hokey Briz that could jump in. Right. There's always that. So We can always source the club. I certainly don't see the podcast going anywhere, but there might be a few episodes that are a little different. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? And that's cool. You know, I don't know. I'm just, just saying just saying shit out of my mouth. Oh, right. <laughs> You're just a three-thinker man. <laughs> just a three-thinker man. You know me. <laughs> All right. Does that do it for the yeah, episode? Yeah, I think it does it. All right. Well, happy three years, Jake. And yeah, uh, yeah. thanks to everyone who chipped in questions there. Again, anytime. Hashtag PK Answers or hit us up on the email if it's a lengthy one. We don't give a shit. Uh, no shits are good. No, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and... Uh, Use the hashtag Just Beat It. Check out the Just Beat It videos um, and all that stuff. So for uh, I'm Trav. You can I'm find Jake. me on Twitter at Trav Plays Games. He's Jake. <laughs> Jake, sorry. Jumped in too quick there. Yeah, I'm in the caxle and all the stuff. All right. And you can find us together at Polykill. And we'll catch you next time. Peace out. Why did I look at the camera? Did you see that? <laughs>